Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the uh, Kudrians Talks. I am joined by... Hi, my name is Aurelia. My name is Cherry. And I am your host uh, for this episode. We'll be talking about women in tech. Before we dive right in, um, tell me who is your favorite superhero and why? Oh my God! Let's start with you, Aurelia. <laughs> um, I wasn't ready for this question. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I don't think I'm a big fan of superheroes. Actually, I'm more of a like a villain. Oh, okay. Um, person really uh, than the superheroes. I can't really think of any. But then, who's who's your favorite uh, villain? Or oh, maybe Poison Ivy or Harley Quinn. They're very outspoken. At least Poison Ivy is, and Harley Quinn is a bit crazy, but she really just goes and does what she wants, which I think I quite like. Um, maybe that's why I like more like villains than superheroes. <laughs> they just kind of like decide what they want to do and they just go and do it. They, they don't really, they aren't scared of her. They don't really think about like, what, what will someone think about them? They'll just go and do it. <laughs> Absolutely. What about you, Cherry? I don't think I have a favorite superhero, but if I had to pick one off the top of my head, um, I think I usually watch like Superman or Supergirl, like movies, TV shows. So I'm going to say Supergirl on the topic of, you know, women in tech. (laughs) Oh, fantastic. Um, Now, uh, looking at your respective journeys in tech, um, could you tell us a bit more about your background before joining Codurance? Before Codurance, uh, I worked for like two and a half years at a, like an e-commerce company. Uh, this was in Vancouver. And before that, I worked, um, I did an internship for a year for a really small company. I don't think they were a startup though, for like a year. Um, they did like product review analysis. And uh, before that, I was just in school. <laughs> And what is uh, your academic background? Um, I studied uh, computer science, <laughs> so very, uh, pretty stereotypical. Um, I started off, uh, well, um, I started off in physics, I guess, and then I just added computer science on top of that. <laughs> All right. And you, Aurelia? Very, very different to um, Sherry's, I guess, experience. Um, before Kujurans, I worked in the finance company for two and a few two years and a few months. Um, and before that, I did sort of a boot camp to get into technology. And then before that, I sort of uh, just worked in retail. And then before that, it was uh, school. Um, I came from film and TV production side. So it was nothing oh. to do with, um, with IT or tech. It was more of a how to produce films and becoming a producer and project manager. All right. Um, how do you feel has your unique background prepared you for success in the tech industry? Um, I think being able to sort of work with different people. Would you say that um, it allows you to adapt easily or what? Maybe, yeah. So I guess be- because I changed my career choices quite, quite a lot, I guess, through 
school and college and up till uh, up to endurance it allows me to really quickly adapt to new changes to learning new languages it's just uh, pretty much yeah i guess that probably would be it uh, did you say that you used to be like some sort of manager in your previous role uh yeah so um sort of like project management a little bit and BAU as well. So I did notice that, you know, when we worked together on like the service line team, that I think like that really helped you like um, come up with really good like solutions. I think for like um, our like team dynamics, you know, whenever we had like little problems with the team, she had really good uh, ideas on like what to start doing. Yeah. Um, so I think that really helped you. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. It, I don't really think about that. It just... Just like with coding, it's automatic. It's automatic at this point, and you don't really think about them. It's just, yeah, you just kind of go with it, and you do. It and you, I guess, it allows me to see different perspective. I see both sides from the business side, but also from developer side, how to come to a solution. So, I guess that that's also another thing. Exactly, transferable skills from yeah. one industry to to another. Definitely. Um, yes. What about you, Cherry? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty difficult. I think, um, what is it? I guess, um, a lot of problem solving, I suppose, like in my physics program, there was a lot of that. Um, so I guess it had the same kind of mindset that you would, uh, put into, put into, um, uh, uh, like writing software. Um, yeah. And I guess, you know, did a lot of coding in school too. <laughs> Um, is there someone or something that that has um, influenced you to pursue a career in technology? Um, for me, not so much. <laughs> oh, you made the choice yourself. I think I just kind of fell into it. Yeah, I don't think I'm probably the same as well. It kind of just happened. I was always interested in that. So it kind of just fell, fell into my lap, I guess, like the interest the timing. Was there anything or anyone who tried to dissuade you from <laughs> pursuing this as a career? Yes. So many people. Oh no. Um, even now, even now I get the same questions and I still get surprised looks and, and questions when I tell them, you know, I'm a software developer. But even when I did my BCAM, I finished it. I was I was looking for a job and being uh, sort of interviewed. And one of the recruiters pretty much just told me that, you know, I should have just done computer science. It, I would have better chance to get into IT that way than what I did. Um, but obviously hearing that really, really puts you in the bad mood and it just discourages you into applying for jobs. But I guess that really helped me personally because I decided to almost like prove him wrong. I didn't know him, but I really wanted to prove him wrong um, that I can get into IT without having that background. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Cherry, did anyone or anything um, try to persuade you not to go in tech? Um, I don't think so. I didn't have any blockers. Like... My parents are mostly supportive of anything I do, so. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, our immediate environment has a, a huge impact. Definitely. 
you know, as we know, well, technology is a widely male-dominated industry. Um, what what challenges have you faced uh, in the workplace? And um, you know, could you tell me about your specific experience in these male-dominated environments? Um, for me, I feel like I've been actually like super lucky in a sense because um, I guess we were always here about you know, uh, like in this in, in this industry in this male-dominated industry. Um, that, you know, there's a lot of like discrimination or prejudice or like unfair treatment, but I feel like, um, especially, I don't know if it's just with developers, but at least on the developer level, everyone I've interacted with have been like super like kind and like supportive. There hasn't been any like ill treatment or anything. Um, I did hear like in other sections of like the company, like, like previously that I've worked at. That, you know, there was a lot of um, uh, mistreatment, I guess. Um, they saw a lot of uh, uh, inequality in terms of, you know, female uh, and males. Um, but I think usually that happens with like uh, like upper management level type uh, that I didn't, I don't interact with. Um, so I've never had it. Uh, sadly, I have. I feel like I'm completely opposite of Cherry in that case. Um, it. I guess it all sounds like from my first job in IT um, and I moved quite like different like senior levels qu quite quickly because it was a very small team. Um, so I was sort of leading, leading the project, which meant I needed to answer for all the decisions being made and any issues that happened. Sadly, um, in that role, it came, it was me and another person who was a who was a male and his word was always taken for better granted than mine even though we said the same thing in the same language but I was almost kind of like almost dismissed and it yeah so that happened quite frequently I have since joining Kujurans I haven't it hasn't happened to me I have noticed in like other areas that can happen to uh, especially women but I've seen same thing happening to a lot of people. So it might just, um, maybe it's a personality thing. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, I have had experiences before Kojurance and like Cherry Khan mentioned, I feel like the more senior you are, that happens more frequently. While you're more junior, it's easier to overlook because you might be a little bit more quieter. You might not have that much to say so you just kind of don't say it and yeah you and, might not and, notice um, when that happened um how how did you overcome those challenges how did you deal with them um don't know if i have completely i think it's a, a learning experience you with each time that happens you try to learn how to deal with it um I think the main thing is maybe not to take it to heart too much. Kind, don't try to dismiss it as well. Try to maybe learn from the experience and see why that happened. Maybe there was a reason. Maybe you said something um, maybe incorrectly or worded something differently. Or maybe it was the other person. Maybe like maybe try to have conversation with that person about the situation that happened. Um, so the like both parties can learn from it maybe. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely still learning and every time it, 
it can happen. It's, I think if it comes from a very senior person, it might be difficult to say something because you feel uncomfortable because there could be, you know, your line manager or CTO or, you know, anybody who's much higher level than you and you, you might be just a bit terrified to say anything. But I think opening up and having those discussions because I've realized that a lot of people don't even realize it happens. So maybe trying to open open that, that that door and try to have a conversation, not blame people, just to have that conversation saying, you know, this is how I, yeah. this is maybe how I felt. Yeah, absolutely. Um, th- this is something that you just mentioned about, you know, for example, something that happens quite a lot. What I've witnessed it quite a lot is, um, you know, when you're around a table, you're discussing ideas and you could get interrupted quite often or, you know, someone will talk over you. And I've seen two types of um, behaviors where um, the, the person who's just been interrupted will just, you know, kind of keep quiet and they kind of retreat from the discussion all, all together. And, uh, and I've also seen another type of behavior where they actually stand up for themselves and then they decide, um, hold on, uh, I was not finished. Uh, let, let, let me finish. Uh, this is where, where I was getting at. Um, and, you know, something that surprised me is that when we, we don't want to stand up because we, we trying to avoid conflict can actually, um, it can be detrimental to us. You know, I, I mean, personally, I've, I've been in a situation where after a while I did stand up for myself and then kind of said, well, hold on a minute. Um, and as you mentioned, actually, the person on the other end hadn't even realized you know, that they were talking over me or they were interrupting me at all. This is just a behavior they were not conscious about. Absolutely. And and. From then on, the problem just solved was solved there and then because we, like you said, talk to the person, approach them, and give them the feedback about yeah. um, how their behavior is affecting you. And um, and yeah, yeah, it can work. Um, uh, the, on on another personal level, because we're talking about challenges, I was actually not really aware of these challenges even though i had been in the tech industry for a while until one of my closest friends who's a software engineer told me that she was leaving the industry because i think i'd been in companies kind of like cherry very supportive everything was going well and you know i was i felt like i was in heaven i don't know (laughs) but um but yeah she was a friend of mine very close and she had She'd been in the industry for about five, five, six years, and she'd worked at various companies. And then, and then she said, "Okay, uh, this is it for me. Uh, I'm leaving." And I wondered why, what, what happened. And then she shared her challenges. Said that she, all, all those companies had very toxic environments, you know. And um, that's that's really how I came aware of. Yes, there. The, even though. I probably have been, you know, very fortunate to be in a very, yes, male-dominated environment, but very supportive. 
but in the wider world it's not like that at all you know yeah yeah i do find that having someone on the team who supports you or sort of has your back is very important um because every time you have someone in your corner it it makes such a huge difference i find you grow you you end up growing your confidence as well because that person really stands up and says some possibly what you were thinking like you know hey you you just interrupted her um you know she was saying something just that little sentence from someone might mean the world because then you're able to express yourself exactly yes and and um one other thing as well sometimes we would we would stop to think oh did i imagine that am i overreacting did this actually happen you know um before speaking up you might say okay maybe i'm being overly sensitive or something like that you know um but when you have that someone to who supports you and who who has witnessed the same thing you've witnessed then yeah it's very it's very helpful yeah um the reason i was asking is because sometimes um there is uh, a relationship a mentor mentee relationship that can grow completely organically and informally um you know you start off you know maybe bonding or getting to know someone around something that is absolutely not work related let's say you like basketball both of you and you start talking about basketball playing basketball and then suddenly it evolves in this fantastic you know mentor mentee relationship but you could also have um someone who you would walk up to you and say would you would you be my mentor it is also possible you could yeah, that's, you could do that yeah i feel like i'm a, like a sponsoring kujerns at the moment but um, i feel like pretty much if everybody else <laughs> been like speaking to that relationship that develops like that i've had someone i guess um this relationship grew from every morning we were on the same client different teams but he would come and he'd say hi how are you every single morning shake your hand and i guess from there developed and since it's being remote we've been sort of talking every week just like checking up on each other i guess um because we're so used to you know seeing each other talking to each other every single day so it, it developed into like remote thing as well i feel like yeah i just have the same thing with maybe different levels but a lot of people at kojurans that just kind of grew over time whether that was from apprenticeship days or whether that's through maybe um the first day when they joined and you're just sort of chatting with them and just then growing every day and then working together definitely um, a great support system <laughs> that you you build yourself i don't know kidrens um do you do you have any female role models um and not just in the tech industry maybe even outside um people that you look up to uh my mother oh <laughs> Yeah. I can start. I can get started. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> exactly. <very> nice. <laughs> I was about to say the same thing, you know. Uh, <laughs> definitely, mm-hmm. even when I was not conscious of it growing up, but she has always been um the north star pretty much. You know, uh, if she can do it, I can do it. 
Oh, it's very similar. I guess like you just said, like um, my mom was someone that's like, you can do it kind of person, super supportive um, uh, with me and my sisters and really pushed us, uh, I guess, to go uh, above and beyond, like try new things, you know? Um, I don't know, whenever I'd be like feeling down about something, she'd be like, really like, biggest cheerleader. <laughs> what about you, Aurelia? I think, yeah, <laughs> definitely this, probably the same answer. Um, very, like, my mom is like such a strong person and she's always so supportive of anything I do. Um, sometimes she might not agree with my choices, um, but she's still going to be like, you know, number one, uh, supporting me at whatever I do, whether that's um, changing my careers completely <laughs> um, to, you know, um, this morning, for example, I was in a very long meeting and my mom just kind of like asked if I wanted coffee. <laughs> so just sort of like just helping me yeah. like on a daily basis. So, uh, what about, yeah. um, so maybe not your first, you know, um, role model, but in the, in the tech industry specifically, are there any women that you look up to? I can't think of one like very specific. I think uh, I just take each person I meet and learn from each from individuals <laughs> I used to go to a lot of meetups um specifically for sort of women in tech and there were a lot of different women from different sort of environments there hasn't been like that one specific person it's been sort of just more individual in different areas that that have been able to sort of teach me which I'm very grateful I don't think I know enough women in tech. I definitely need to meet more. <laughs> um, but I think all the ladies that I've worked with, like ever have been like super awesome. Um, but like in the city I was from, I don't, maybe it's not as big, uh, like the tech industry as it is in London. So I'm excited to meet more here. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, well, as for me, um, I think my career path has been shaped by the women that I've seen either at conferences, for example, because most of them, well, I see them through conferences or with YouTube now, you can have access to materials from all over the place, all over the world that they present. I think my view of what a career in tech looks like has been greatly impacted by seeing them in these roles. We talked about um, the fact that as we, you know, as you grow in your career and you assume more senior responsibilities, it becomes harder and harder. It tends to be, yes. Uh, but seeing that there are women in those roles, in those, you know, leadership positions really, for me, it really inspires me a lot to actually say, well, okay, it, it may not be easy to get there, but they made it, so it's possible. So why not you, you know? <laughs> Which brings me to the importance of representation. In terms know, of representation, like, uh, what are the clues you look for, for if I'm when you're considering joining a company? Or if I'm interviewing somewhere, I like to check out the company and see how much females <laughs> uh, work there. Um, just to know, I guess, I don't know, I guess that kind of tells you kind of, what is it, what their 
not necessarily priorities are, but I feel like, you know, they're probably more open environment wise and everything. I think it, it depends on like, for my first job, I didn't really look for any clues. I think it was just trying to get a job. Um, but then before joining Codurance, something that really mattered to me was seeing how many women are in a team and in the company. So I feel like there's a difference between um, there's a lot of women in the company, but they tend to be in the sort of business side rather than development side. So that's great, but also really look for how many women are on the development side as well. And if there are none to maybe one, um, I'm very cautious of why. And I tend to ask those questions about it as well. I feel like that's very important. Why aren't there more women? Is it just, is it because of the toxic environment? Is it because of maybe inflexibility in the job? Or just because there's sadly not enough women who are sort of going for interviews? trying to figure out like what's happening and whether that place will, will be right for me. Yeah. Are, are these the type of questions that you would ask in an interview? Probably, I would probably frame it differently. Um, yeah. But I would definitely ask something along the lines of, you know, how many females are on a team and what roles they do. Um, I would try, Definitely search beforehand on the website. I know a lot of a lot of companies nowadays have website with what, what their their teams and their people. Obviously, there's a lot of companies that don't do that. So in that case, I w- I tend to also look around for, when I'm going for interviews. It's probably very different now with being remote. So I would yeah. definitely ask, maybe see the team, or maybe be able to like communicate with them just to sort of see who like who's around um but yeah, i think the key is like knowing how to word and not to offend the company just more of a yeah. just like just just to have a feel of of who's working for them yeah definitely um so you know there are um some countries around the world have uh implemented um, policies to positively support members of disadvantaged or underrepresented groups, um, you know, in areas such as education and employment, um, you know, which is sometimes also called affirmative action or positive action. W- what do you think of these politi- policies? Um, I think those are fine. They just encourage uh, like recruitment in a particular minority, right? Yeah. Um, or have different, uh, what is it? Um, like help them with maybe hurdles that they might have trouble, um, overcoming. Um, I think in that sense, it's, uh, you know, as long as you're treated, as long as they're treated the same, it's not like positive, uh, uh, discrimination. Um, then I think it's totally fine. Um, and encourage it because I think, you know, a lot of times, especially with girls in tech, they might not, they might not be aware, I guess, of all the options out there. Cause normally that might be geared towards, um, like males. 
Um, so I think just having like programs or whatever out there, uh, just creates more awareness. Yeah. What about you, Aurelia? I think it definitely has benefits and I've seen great things come through, through them. But it's also, there's a, I feel like there's a thin line because it, it's very easy to discriminate someone um, because of those reasons. But I think if it's done well, I think it is pretty good. I, I was talking about this with a, with a friend of mine and, um, well, although there, there are laws in certain countries against positive, dis, you know, discrimination, but sometimes it still happens, right? And, um, you know, so she was saying that, you know, sometimes when she's hired for a role, <laughs> she wonders, is this because I am qualified? Do I have the right qualification skills and, yeah, or am I being hired to satisfy some sort of quota? Yeah. I think that's probably one of the disadvantages. It's, I've, I have told people this, I feel very lucky because um, as a woman, they need more women in tech. So I have more opportunities to possibly find a job. But then on the flip side, at the back of my mind, I'll constantly have this issue of, was I hired because I'm a female or is it because I was good enough? Um, I don't know if it's just me who does that, um, but it is one of those things. Am I like just, you know, ticking a box in this company's um, quote? Or is it just because, you know, I am actually good enough at my job and they want me for those that reason? So what do you think we should do to um, encourage more women, more girls to consider um, a career in technology? Cherry, um, tell us. I don't know if coders is involved with this, but there's like, they have a girls who code, right? Where they have like camps for like, I don't know if they're like younger girls, like they're in school or if it's for like everyone. I think they maybe have both types, but I think stuff like that is really great because um, when there's like a nice, like safe quote unquote environment for everyone um, in case anyone's, you know, worried about, uh, I don't know, seeming like, uh, what is it? Maybe they're not as comfortable with tech. So they would not be so comfortable in other, uh, outside this like camp to uh, try it out. Um, and I guess um, maybe implementing like uh, rules. Actually, I don't know, this might not be a problem in the UK, but like, you know, how in North America, like the um, laws for like, um, uh, for like maternity leave and paternity leave is not like equal. I don't know what it is in the, <laughs> here but i think just having stuff like that keeping everything everyone on the same level um would attract uh, more females definitely i definitely agree with cherry the flexibility um as well helps um i think it's not just probably females i think it's just for everybody that you know that flexible hours maternity maternity is extremely helpful um yeah i think maybe mentoring more i feel like when i started off if i had more people talking about getting into industry 
having podcasts, blog posts, um, anything really in place that you know could answer those questions for me. Having a mentor that could just help me, I think um, that would be that would be beneficial. So having one of those, and just you know saying it's okay, you don't have to have um, a computer science degree. You can have a different background and sharing those stories as what we're doing um, to show, you know, it's okay. We, we can still get to the same point um, from different backgrounds. Slowly talking more about her and not hiding the background and stories we have, just sharing it and trying to make it better. So with each company that we're in, just trying to slowly help those things uh being more visible i think that that will definitely um have an impact uh remember when when i was finishing high school we had a i don't remember what that day was called it's back in belgium where you could meet people who work as i don't know um a civil engineer or um a, a medical medical staff or as a pilot, I don't know, you know, different lines of work. And yeah, it was really, it was, it was, it was amazing. And you get to talk to them and then they explain to you uh, what they do on a daily basis, maybe the kind of academic, you know, um, course that they followed and then they explain what they do. Um, That was really awesome. And uh, well, unfortunately, for <laughs> for engineering roles, all the people that I met that year were men. All of them, you know. And um, I didn't really think too much about it then. But looking back, I'm thinking maybe it is our responsibility now to actually now be visible, go to meet these young girls and let them know that, well, whatever it is you want to do, you can do. We're in the tech industry and we've had completely different backgrounds, but we're able to come to this industry and thrive. That's a very interesting point, actually. Yeah, just being more visible, which is, I find it really hard, I guess, because for so many years, you kind of try to hide and just be quiet, just, you know, <laughs> just quietly do your, your work, learn, study, work quietly. And <laughs> now trying to be like loud and you know, visible. <laughs> it's like opposite of what you, you normally get told to be. Yes, yes. The, w- one other thing I noticed is that as you as you just said, we, we would maybe tend to try and be quiet so that we can blend in. But... At one point, I think it's also a case of creating a place for you, a space for you, you know, a space that will accommodate who you are as a woman in tech and then try to make that space a little bit bigger for other people who look like you to, to come and join you and not feel like, um, oh, they have to fit in. They don't have to feel that way because, well, they see other people who look like them and they feel at home straight away. Um, and I, I agree with you being, being visible, it's a very, it's, it's a very uncomfortable thing to do, I think. <laughs> uh, but, um, but I think it's also a personal responsibility of ours. If you would like to improve this, uh, maybe a contribution 
for us to improve this industry is to go out there and tell our stories and encourage more people. You know, it, it will be easier for, I think, someone like me to convince my little sister to come in the tech industry than, you know, having another, you know, uh, an, a, a, a person that they don't identify with, you know. So moving on, uh, what what are some of the... We've, we've touched a bit on this, but what are s- some of the workplace initiatives that um, Kujurians has put in place to help um, promote diversity? By now, um, might be wrong completely, so please do <laughs> correct me. Um, but I'm pretty sure we, uh, as Kujurians, as, as a company, we worked on getting a better paternity leave. Um I know we can't like have more flexibility. It also obviously depends on our clients we work with, but we do have the little bit more flexibility within hours that we do. Um, so maybe not like we are in- actively encouraging um, more females to enroll. But, um, yeah, I I know there's quite a few initiatives that. Uh, currently are in place as well, which I probably can't speak about just yet because it's not really that much public yet and there's a lot more work that needs to be done. Um, But yeah, we we are actively, as a company, working towards more diversity, more flexibility for each individual people, uh, which I think when you're looking for a job, means the world to you especially if you have a family and have kids um you know you can't do specific hours you need more flexibility um so hopefully with these things in place more companies as well will try to push forward with it and it'll allow more women as well to apply for these roles it won't they won't look away because you know they have family to look for um they'll be able to do that so hopefully we're giving a little bit more um space um, and more freedom for people so they're not afraid to apply. Chiri, would you like to add to that? Um, I'm not really sure what, uh, <laughs> what Coherence is doing. The only thing I was aware <laughs> was this because of Aurelia. So I'm not sure if that's a, that's a Coherence thing or an Aurelia thing. <laughs> um, but I think this is super cool and I'll definitely raise awareness for women in Czech, um, especially people that are, you know, seeking, um, looking I guess like kind of what me and Aurelia were doing when we look for like CTOs and CEOs that are high up, that are female, uh, people that are looking for other, you know, females in tech can look to this podcast. Um, uh, well, I think, for example, one of the things that you, you touched upon already is that this culture of openness and you can walk up to anyone in the company and ask any question, I think. And that kind of really, it makes you feel um, not afraid it makes you feel um, right at your place because, well, yes, all these people, brilliant people, they know more than you do, <laughs> but but you're going to learn um, alongside them. You know, um, they will um, they will welcome your questions. They will be willing to mentor you, and um, regardless of your background, I mean, you know, I think that that culture of openness is really it's tremendous oh definitely i've 
I still need, to, like, I haven't met a person yet at Coherence who hasn't been willing to help you with whatever it is, um, whether that's work or um, outside work activities. I know that no matter what question I have, whether I have personal issues, um, work-related questions, or just completely random thoughts, I can go and speak to people, even remotely, whether that's through Slack channel or um, go and like go on Slack and call them. Um, there will be always someone who can sort of help out. Yeah, definitely. Another thing I've noticed is that um, there aren't well. Previous to Kudurians, my previous experience is that people weren't willing to say that they don't know. They wouldn't. They weren't willing to expose themselves in that way, you know, to say, well, I don't know, or um, they may look that up or, you know, um, but I find that it's a very powerful, it's a very powerful thing because once you realize, okay, well, not everyone knows everything, first of all. So it goes back to what, what you were saying, um, am I good enough? Well, Maybe not yet, but in any case, it's evolving so much that no one person knows everything all at once. You know, it's it's a it's a journey we're on, and so you feel a bit more comfortable knowing. Okay, yes, I don't know this, but I can learn it. You know, so I have my place here as well. Yeah, Cherry actually is really good with that. Like, I'm learning from her to ask more questions because she'll if she has any questions, she will ask and she'll repeatedly ask in the in a way until she understands it or she will repeat the answer to make sure that you know she understood it correctly when you're in, a, in an environment where you have that psychological safety to be able to say well i don't know let me ask you know um it's it's a it's very very important uh, in terms of um growth versus and know that there isn't going to be any consequence or no one's going to laugh at you or you know what I mean that's uh that's very helpful definitely yeah, yeah. I think it is very make or break it situation because if you can't express those things in the workplace you just really start to shut down because you can't really say you know I don't know this because someone will start treating you differently. So you start putting these walls up and then you're just afraid to say anything. And then at some point you kind of just break and you just want to leave. And a lot of times you kind of just, at that point, I feel like you think that's the industry and that isn't the industry or you shouldn't be the industry. You know, it should be open space for everybody to just speak up and say, you know, I don't understand uh, no matter what level you are at. Is there like one piece of advice you wish someone would have given you at the beginning of your career? Uh, on the topic of, uh, I guess, just not being afraid to ask questions and really take advantage of the knowledge of the people around you, I think, because uh, when you first start out, I think you have, um, that's when it's okay not to know everything, right? That's when you should ask the most questions. Um, don't be afraid to, you know, if you're afraid, if, if something looks difficult to do, you're going to stand back up there, right? But don't be afraid to like go for it. Because if you don't, you're only, you know, the only person that's hurting is you, not like, you might be afraid, oh no, but I might slow my, my team down. Um, but then, you know, the team only goes as uh, as quick as it's 
uh, slowest player. <laughs> I think that's the same. Um, so yeah. <laughs> um, I think it just to just believe in yourself. No, you are good enough. You you made it this far. However, that is you know whether you that was for university, a boot camp, the first job, second job, fifth job, yeah. whatever you are in your yeah. sort of tech industry journey you're good enough you know you you made it just keep going you 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 know the things you need to do so just keep going and just keep learning and just believe in yourself i think that's probably like would have like if someone told me that i think it would have been extremely beneficial to know that just to believe in yourself really just keep going So to wrap it up, um, what, what do you personally think is the best thing, the best part of being a woman in tech technology? Getting to meet and work with all the super cool ladies out there in tech. Wow, awesome. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I'm going to copy Cherry, but it's the support system. It's coherence is amazing, but it, it's a little bit different having this like female support in tech, whether that's a coherence or outside coherence. Um, because I'm mentoring someone, and the support I'm getting from her as well is amazing. Like this, there's just overwhelming. Like you can do this. You know, doesn't matter what you're doing. Like you, you can do this. You know, you got this far. You can do it. It's that support system. Um, I feel like that's probably one of the best things. As for me, I mean, uh, I like the, uh, you know, technology is changing the world so much. And just knowing that I'm a little bit part of it, it is just, it is, it is amazing. Um, and, and yeah, and all the, we, we, we talked about, you know, um, the ladies out there who are doing amazing stuff, who are, in these leadership roles, you know, that, you know, you wake up and look at them and you're like, yes, I'd like to, to get to know what they know and operate at that level. And, and you feel inspired every day. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty amazing feeling. Thank you. Thank you, Aurelia. Thank you, uh, Cherry, for joining me on this um, episode of the Codurance Talks. Um, thank you to our listeners for being with us um, until next time goodbye <laughs> bye bye